<laughs> ah, we are live. <laughs> Jobber Nation, good evening. Welcome to the first episode of the JTP Lounge. As always, I'm Janelle from HR. Here with Sir Ruckus and Mr. Black, and we have a very, very special guest. Our first guest to the lounge. And she's prepared. She came ready. She suited yeah. and booted. So is, is your Wi Fi on, Janelle? Please, mine? Oh, yeah. Let's see. It should I be. Heard, I think I heard like an echo. Yeah. Cause you're you're now are we good? Can everybody hear me? You keep stalling. Yeah. Oh, I don't know why. The Wi Fi is on. Maybe take it off your Wi Fi? You have a good service down at the front? Yeah, it's spectrum. All right, you seem fine now. All right. All right. So, without further ado, I typically don't introduce everyone because I give them the floor to introduce themselves. So, our lovely special guest, please let the viewers know who you are. Hello, everyone. My name is Renee Michelle, and it's a pleasure to meet you all. Well, thank you, you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you, Miss Renee. Thank you for uh, having me. No all right. Problem. So, this, you know, typically we do like a interview type of style, but you know, I feel like because it's a lounge, we should switch it up, exactly. kind of get a little bit more personal, kind of a little bit more into who you are outside of wrestling too. But um, before we do get into who you are, do you want to let the viewers know kind of your journey um, when you started wrestling, what school did you train at and things like that? Just kind of get a background blanket explanation of your wrestling background. Oh, absolutely. Um <laughs> Uh, I my first wrestling show was March 29, 2013. And uh -huh. started off, I was only three months in, but um Gilbert uh he found me. He approached me, he convinced me to get into wrestling. I was completely against it. And um I was doing government contracting. I was actually doing government contracting for the three letter agency during the time. Oh. Um yeah, Ooh. the DMV. Yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. Cause you're in Maryland, right? Uh, not no. I was DC, Maryland, Virginia. Yeah, oh, DMV. DMV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There and then, um, I was also getting to like you know I also been modeling and then of course I was trying to get into acting. I actually wanted to do stunts. So oh, <laughs> I um grew up wow. with stars. I did a multi taekwondo, chuli fud weapons and a capoeira. So I was very familiar with that field, but because I had that background, wrestling helped. You know, it 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 goes well with the wrestling. So when mm -hmm. he first found me, he convinced me to get into it. I was totally against it. He found me on social media. He begged. I said, "All right, I'll give it a try, and if I don't like it, then that's it." Um, tried out the first time, caught the wrestling bug, and the rest is history from there. Uh, I was only there. I would say maybe about three months and then the school shut down and, oh you know i don't know but um luckily <laughs> you know i mean it is it's the way of life it is what it is. <laughs> it, yeah it is what it is and then um luckily i was come across a man named dan devitt and he's the owner of mcw and then mcw open up and I would say that, you know, I started like my actual, I felt like I started like my actual training from there. And then I was less than two years in the business, probably maybe a year, year and a half. And then I had an opportunity to go to Japan, which I stayed there for many, get your butt down. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I was wondering. I was like, who's cooking? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Milky. Remember, I was telling you guys earlier, like, uh-huh. Milky, Mr. Independent right here. Nosy. But, um, <laughs> anyways, like I was saying, um, <laughs> um, yeah, I stayed over in Japan for quite some time, and I was being trained over there in Japan by uh, Chiguza Nagio, which I call Ooh. her. Uh, yeah. So, um, from that, you know, I mean, I went to India and I did like the Great Khali's first show over in India. And oh wow! I mean, I've been to Canada, I've been to different parts of the U.S. and you know, Japan is always going to be my second home to me. I mean, even though I was born in D.C., raised in Florida, like both of those are my home in the states, but also Japan, it will always have my heart. Ladies and gentlemen, Renee's a badass. <laughs> like officially like facts badass facts. yeah facts. but uh like a lot of people don't know that and and i think like a lot of people they get like this misconception because how the way i look they go like oh she's just a model and the center and i'm like you know apparently they don't take the heat with caution don't judge a book by its cover <laughs> so you be fucking people up <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say I'm licensed, locked, and loaded, okay? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so everyone tread lightly, okay? <laughs> I love I love how um very modest you, you said that. Yeah, very humble. Humble brag. No, it, I mean, if you're on property, I can't, like, you, you trespass. And so it's like... True, true. So you're true, in Florida, true. so that's yeah. already like that. So yeah. what are some of your, like, highlights throughout your career? Like, what is one match you can say, like, if you left the business, this was the match that you wanted to be remembered by? Ooh, I don't think I'm done yet. Oh, okay. So, actually, who would you like to wrestle, then, if that's the case? Sign or not sign? Oh. EDR. Yeah. Well, of course, um, Natty, Natalia. She's at the top of the list. I wrestled Mickey. I would love to get in the ring with Mickey James again. Um, you know, she she has so much experience. But every you know, throughout many girls that I wrestled, Mickey James is the only person that I always get nervous in in the ring with. I don't really? Know, there's something about Mickey you can't figure it out, you know. Um uh I love getting in the ring with Melina. She has like that Latin fire. You know, and then um, gosh, there's so like so many girls I got in the ring with. I, like Oscar, I definitely want to get in the ring with Oscar for mm-hmm. sure. So she's up there. I will say Natty, Oscar. Oh gosh, there, there's a lot. I mean, I definitely when I was in Japan, I definitely got in the ring with a lot of the elders, like the old Joshi women, like Karu, Karu Ito, Chikuzanagio, um. You know, so that was like a long list, and those are like older, older generation ladies. Mm-hmm. So speaking, speaking of your time in Japan, what are some life lessons that you learned from being there that you still carry with yourself to this day? Uh, I would say the humbleness and the respect for one another, because Japan, like their culture, is a very selfless country. You know, it's like it can't. I mean, it could be easily taught, you know, it's just, you, you got to be there to have the full experience and to be able to appreciate, you know, the, the lifestyle okay. and how the way, 
how the way, oh my God, James, get the cat because the cat's going <laughs> to. <laughs> That's mad random. <laughs> like, he, he's a daredevil. Sorry, I'm back. <laughs> all good, all good, all good. No this problem. is what we want. You at your the natural open, environment. Openness doesn't yeah. matter because we don't judge. <laughs> yeah, we don't. This, this is my this is my life. Started my life. Um, I I love it there. I love the culture there. I love the food. I am a foodie. I love all. I like to try all different types of food. Um, yeah, and how the way they're like very respectful and very courteous to one another, especially like you know during this pandemic. You know, a lot of people complain about wearing a mask. It's like put on a mask. Like even when I'm sick, I wear a mask, and it's not to, it's not to like get anything from other people. It's to prevent you getting others sick. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Um, when it so you know intergender wrestling is like a thing within the independency. Yeah. If you had to pick two men to get in the ring, mm. who would it be? <laughs> I, I, I knew he would be the first one. Me too. One, because I still have my wedding veil ripped in the black footprint on my dress. First of all, that dress, where did you even get that from? Like, that Facts. Was, I've never seen such a, like, a red, like, it was just so red, but so beautiful. Yes. It wasn't a tacky red. It was a nice red. That yeah. expensive red. Not like, blood, not like Bloods and Crips red, but just yeah, like a red. Like that. Ooh. Ooh. Like, it wasn't classic. too woo. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> so that dress was heavy. <laughs> That dress is heavy, but um, no, I had the dress actually custom made over in England. So I wanted, I'm very detailed on certain things. So I mm. wanted things to represent things over in England. Yes, monkey, and I wanted, to get, <laughs> and I wanted things to represent, you know, here, you know, in America or you know, my culture. It's like it's very much a British American wedding. So I had the wedding dress custom made over in England, and the dress was 150 centimeters long. Oh, oh god yeah and then it had a built-in corset with the built-in uh petticoat and on top of that i was already wearing an additional corset like those old school corsets and then a petticoat as well so it gives it more of a boom but in the back instead of like you know a lot of wedding dress they always have it zipped up, zipped up. Mm-hmm. old victorian way because a lot of people they think like okay white dresses are the traditional wedding dress which is false white dress was never a thing until Queen Victoria wore a white dress, and she necessarily she actually wore ivory, you know, all, like off white ivory. She actually wore like white with ivory, you know. So that's when it became an it popular thing for a white wedding dress. So this whole time, a lot of people think like, oh, these that represent my class or virginity or or royalty. That's how the white dress came about. But back in the day, a lot of people wore color dresses. So I. Mm. To old school room because if you really were white back in the day, you're more inclined to get it dirty. Versus now, you know, we have all the tools not to get it dirty. But you know, I wanted to wear something like very Victorian, very old school. I I like that type of style. And then um the veil, I actually got the material that I had it made and I made it like longer than the dress. So I sketch I sketched it up. I sketched up how the way I wanted the veil. Oh the material that I had like work with some ladies to get it made. And then the 
crown, the tiara, um, I went to a jeweler. So when I have a daughter, or if I ever have a daughter, I'll pass it down to her on her big day. Oh, that's nice. Damn. They do like this is deep. Mass yeah. sentimental. Dang. They pass down wedding dresses. It's like, what if my daughter don't want to wear a red wedding dress? You know, like if you really think about it, like, you know, wearing a color dress is not bad. Like over in Africa, women have wore red. Asia, women have worn red, you know. So I actually like red and I think red and gold is very complimentary, you know. But um you know, it's up, it's up to the individuals on what wedding dress they want to wear. Because back in the day, people wore color dresses, not just white. Wow. So do you think it's easier because you and your husband are both in the business that you guys were able to come together? Because a lot of like, you know, even on the independent scene, you see a lot of guys who are married, but their wives aren't in the business. And sometimes it can be hard. So have you guys been able to find a way to kind of come to a common ground and be able to have a schedule that you guys go by? Like, how does your, like, does your, how does your marriage affect your, you know, your wrestling side of, you know, of your lives? Good uh, question, Janelle. It, it really all depends on the individual. Even if you are in the business or are not in the business, it's hard. Because you can be in the business and not have time to see each other. Or, you, you, you know, because people have, like, different schedules or don't, just don't have the time. You know, so it does happen. People, you know, they either make it, it's a make it or break it type of industry. Any, if, Especially if you're in like sports or any type of entertainment, it has to take like a rare individual to be able to handle that type of lifestyle, let alone on top of that, you, you know, is this type of lifestyle fitting for you and can you handle it as an individual? Um, Renee, I have a question for you. Yeah. From one of the viewers. Um, which one of these would you want to see in the Hall of Fame? Miss Elizabeth, Luna, Sable, or Molly Holly? Mm. Ooh. Miss Elizabeth, Sable. Luna or Molly Holly? I would say Luna. Ooh. I would say I would say all of them. Why not all of them? Which which one first though? Mm -hmm. I, I, actually, okay. So I would go with Miss Elizabeth because she is actually like the first like feminine, you know, energy diva, you know, as a woman. I would say mm -hmm. as a blur, Luna. Mm, I like that one. I like that one. That was good. That was good. That was good. All right. Another one for you. Top five wrestlers of all time. Mm. Top five wrestlers? Not including your husband. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't count. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? Like, like wrestlers I could think of in my head? Like female or male or what? what? Like female or male. Female or male. All time. Of That's all your go-to. Like, you're like, yo, if someone asks you off the rip, you could name them off the top of your head instantly. Oh, okay. I mean, besides my husband, they're Jushin, Thunder Liger, you know, Jushin. Um, there's Eddie Guerrero. There's um, Ricky the Model Martel, Lex Luger. Um, Hold on, wait, Lex Luger? Why Lex? Yeah, why? He's, why not? <laughs> okay, that's your opinion. Her fine. <laughs> yeah. But nobody, I've, very few times I hear I've never heard anyone say, I never heard anyone say Lex. Lex Luger as in their top five. I never heard nobody. He's great. He has a great charisma and attitude and how his presence in the ring and everything. Okay. 
Okay, you I got mean, two more. In that period, yes, because I watched yeah. um on the WWE Network cheap plug, they had the best of Yokozuna and they showed like the build up to when Lex slammed Yoko at um at the Intrepid here in New York. And like I could and I agree. I think at that time I could period, agree with that. Yeah, yeah, charisma, yeah, yeah. how he presented himself. His presentation was amazing. No one looked like him. Like he, so come on, like he had the whole Lex truck, like a real <laughs> a bus. And it actually went around America and people had the opportunity to experience that. So he was the whole package. He was. Yeah. And, uh, no sherry. Who'd you say? No sherry. Sherry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? <laughs> Mm-hmm. That, that yep. yep. That's a good one. That's a real good one. It's a real good one. One more. I think I think my five. No, nah, I want one more. Don't toss yeah. another one. For good measure. Who's like your six man? Yeah, off the bench. Six man. Ooh. I mean, I would say like I used to like watch Jeff Hardy. Is that is that kind of weird? <laughs> Jeff Hardy. Yo, you really are a wrestler, wrestler. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. everybody you've mentioned is so different. Different. Yeah. For like mm-hmm. many different reasons. Like they're good for many different reasons. Yeah. I mean, everybody got Eddie somewhere on their list. So that yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. That's the, Liger is somewhere up there. But the other three? The other four? Mm. Mm. Different. You. Different. So Renee, you mentioned you were a foodie. What are some of your favorite foods? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. So I love to cook. I do love to cook. Okay. And as much as like my husband is on this diet of his, like I like making from anything. I like making like Gordon Ramsay dishes. I like making Cuban dishes, Italian dishes, Spanish, like um, Korean dishes, Filipino dishes. I like um, a little bit of Southern dishes. Like um, recently I made uh, not too long ago, it was like uh, a roll. So it looked like it's like the meat of the hamburger and put it like all like, you know, um, spinach, cheese, whatever, and the seasoning and all that. And you lay it out. Right. But then you roll it. So it looked like a giant, um, meatloaf, but it's like the, you know, it looked like a giant meatloaf, but all the ingredients of it's like a hamburger. So you pop it in the oven, let it cook, you know, take it out, get the aluminum foil out from oven it, cook it all the way. And there you have it. And you could just slice it. So either that you can eat it without the bun or with the bun. Look Yo, at that. that sounds mad good. I actually might try that. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm definitely doing that. Um, Renee, with the next five years coming up and like you getting the time to like sit down for a little bit during this pandemic, did you put together any particular goals that you have that you have in mind? Yes. Um, I'm actually, you know, of course, like still trying to work on my body. And sometimes like I have like moments that I want to like binge and eat all the junk food in the world. But obviously, I'm at the point right now, I'm just, like, revamping myself. As you can see, I'm rocking the honey. Uh-huh. Um, the others will come very soon. It's already ready. It's just, like, I have not put it out there yet. Oh, so we're changing hair colors. Yeah, we're changing hair colors. We're changing wrestling gear. We're changing everything from head to toe. We got a sneak peek of that. Just putting yeah. that out there. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusive. <laughs> so so um let me ask you a question what are some of the things that you had learned and picked up during this whole time being so much at home during the pandemic that it added not only to your personal life but to your wrestling life i yeah i don't mind it i'm a little bit of a homebody you know if anything 
But um, I I love it. You know, not too many people, not that much. But then again, it's not really affecting me because I'm still doing the same little schedule, like waking up, working, going to going to CrossFit, coming back home, <laughs> eating, you know, <laughs> being home. But that's just my life, training. You know? Are you into CrossFit? Yeah. Oh. Um, is do you prefer? Because I know, um, like Seth Rollins does it. There's a couple other um superstars that do CrossFit. Has that helped you in the ring? I would say it made my body change in a good way. Okay. Like okay. it like helped me develop muscle and help me be able to like lift. I started getting stronger each and every time. Like a lot of people have this misconception or stigma called like, oh, like CrossFit hurts a lot of people, yada yada yada. And I was like, no, it's actually the individual if they're not doing it correctly. hundred percent. You know, like okay, you any sport that you do, you if you don't do it correctly, you'll get hurt. So, so it's just the same thing with CrossFit. It's a very high circuit, intense workout. I need someone to be yelling at me, pushing me to my limit, but not to push me to the point that I actually, you know, hurt myself and, you know, break a bone or anything. But, you know, it's, it's a nice little, like, community. It's like, a, it's like you form, like, a little community out of it. Wow. But I like it. I mean, it, it keeps me in shape. I noticed I got a lot stronger. I noticed that, you know, how the way my body is changing, it's not becoming like boxy or whatever. I guess it depends on the individual, how they're gen genetic. Thank God, daddy, mom, you know, for genetic. <laughs> <laughs> so it's still me and all in the right places. Speaking of that, what is your background, girl? Like, what, yeah. what, 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 what is your, was, where's your family from? I was like, just about to ask that. <laughs> Cause I hear a bit of an accent and I'm trying to figure it out. I'm like, where? like I get the DMV area. So I hear that, but I'm like, I still don't know. Yeah. So, um, I, I actually, eventually I wanted to take the 23, you know, the 23 me or the 21, you know, like the blood sample. But from what I have been told throughout my whole life, I'm part Cuban, native American, Italian, black, Irish, Spanish, Cherokee, French, and German. Um, my oh, you're everything. Okay. Yeah, pretty much okay. whole pot. My maiden name, you know, is is a German last name, you know, but it's like I grew up speaking Spanish first and then I learned English and then I'm not around many Spanish speakers. So it's like if you don't use it, you lose it. And then it's like, yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, oh, wait, who's Cuban? On my mother's side of the family. Okay. Cuban and Spaniard and Italian and Irish on that side of the family. But you have the Cubans and Spaniards on that side. You have the Native Americans, the Blacks, the Germans on this side. Wow. But it's Damn. Like, as far as I know, it was like the Native Americans, like Tuhi and Aniwaha. Ooh. Oh. She's Native American, Native American. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like we didn't even ask for tribe. She gave that up. Yeah. So one of the questions I have for you is, straight up, we've been talking for like the, what, the past 20 minutes. You seem like you are focused, focused, focused when it comes to life and everything ever since you got into the business. But was there ever a point when you wanted to give up? Like, mm. yo, let me just go back to doing this, re this regular nine to five job. It, I'm done with this. I mean, like, I mean, I still do do the regular thing. It's just not nine to five, but it's hella, it's hella early. But, um, but, um, at one point, I would say during a time when I was injured, mm. I, I blew my ACL, MCL, metal meniscus. 
Oh. Wait, wait, wait. All three? Mm-hmm. How? It was it was just such you would have figured that something like that would have happened during like a big a big, you know, move or something like that. But all I did was just jump down and for whatever reason, and maybe because I was just training too hard and not letting my body rest or whatever, like my knee just gave out. And then I collapsed. And then I try to get back up, you know, I mean, I collapse, you know, I cover, you know, the girls and I'm like, I think I'm injured, you know, cause it was like a film, you know, your adrenaline's rushing. You don't like, you're like, that's strange. You know, this was during a match. Yeah. And, um, I was like, that's very strange. That's weird. I never felt anything like that before. So I was like pinning all three girls and I'm like, I think I'm injured. They're like, what do you want to do? I'm like, I don't know. Throw a line and see what happens. So, you know, we got up, you know, she threw a line, I ducked it. I'm like, okay, I'm moving. And then as soon as I try to like give her a punch back, I collapse again. And I'm like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> out. and I rolled out the ring and fell into the floor. And I forgot that there wasn't any padding on the floor. So I fell into the cement floor. I'm like, I am out. <laughs> so, I mean, the girls, they finished the match, the rest of the match you know, without me, which is great, you know, like, I think like a, fan, a lot of the fans and even the people in the back, I, they did not know that I was injured. They thought I was selling how I normally always sell. Hold but on, round of applause, guys. <laughs> she out here working. That's, that's, that's good work. Good work, Ray. Good work. Yeah, so then um, I, yeah, I was out for like about, I was about out for about like six to nine months and it usually takes like about a year, but I went, you know, went to one of the best surgeons here in Orlando, Florida, and then went through like intense like therapy training and everything. And then the day that I actually got cleared was the day that I debuted with an open up Monday Night Raw with my husband. Oh, hold up. So that whole spiel with you and your husband, you were coming off of an injury. Yes. The day that I got cleared, they're like, okay, throw it in there. And I'm like, wait, what? No. How was so, that experience? Like, yes. That's a great segue, Janelle. <laughs> How was it like being it was, like in the ring with your husband? It was exciting. It was like, you know, like when you feel your own heartbeat beating in your chest, you know? Aww. Like you never like thought in a million years, you know, especially like with your husband. But a lot of, all of it happened at the at the whim, okay? I had no idea all of this would even happen to me. I had no idea all of this was even going to happen on my wedding. So it's like. This, hold on, hold on. That Wait, was what's... really your wedding? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out, time out. How did you get it? No, I thought that, yo, I thought that like it was a word. No. Yeah. Okay. They, no. My, apologies for them not catching on. Like, I was like, that was her whole, like. She yeah. walked down the aisle. She had her dress. They took pictures. Like it was Yeah, legit. I know that, but I didn't think it was her actual wedding. I thought it was like, all right, we're going to shoot this here. Yeah. Here's, here's the thing. My husband and I, we actually been married through the court 2017. Mm. Um, oh. So okay. he wanted our family and friends all together. He has family over in England. I have family all over the place. It just, our schedule was just so crazy. Hey. Yeah. It, we, yeah, it was affected. So we, even though we got married through the court system and everything else, paperwork, like what, you know, like me being the only girl, you know, and my mom's like, look, like I had this division, you walking down the aisle, this is what, 
I'm never going to hear the end of it from my mom and my grandma. So, <laughs> so um, I, it took like a whole year planning the wedding. So yeah. And then it was like two days prior to the wedding. They go like, Hey, like WWE, they want to film it. I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm thinking it's going to be like Sarah Logan and, you know, like her wedding or something like that. And then two hours prior to the wedding and me walking down out, they're like, yeah, so they're going to film the 24 7 thing. I'm like, wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, like, what do you mean our truth is coming? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, like, who's not invited? What? Wait, like, like, okay, like, if he wants to eat and stay, that's one thing. Like, what do you mean? What's going on? I don't understand. You know? <laughs> But um, honestly, I had no idea where he was at, and I did not know that he was sitting in there. And then he just he popped he popped out of nowhere, and they were on top of my dress. They were on top of my veil, and they were dress, and they like, sure were. Like I move, and there was like little candles like on the aisle, and I'm like, if I move, I'm gonna catch on fire. Like which one is it? You know, like I was like steaming mad, and then of course my bridesmaids they didn't tell me that my veil ripped and that I have a big old black footprint in the back of my dress you know Lord. they told me after the wedding that like two days two days after because they were like don't tell Renee because it's just going to ruin her mood the whole damn day so it's like so they did wow. good though but wow. that's actually really good though that, they, that we saw your honest like reaction yeah like when I called I walked in like if you if you listen really closely like you see like a blank facial expression, but underneath that, like, oh, you know, <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, you know, because I actually said, uh oh, right underneath my breath, <laughs> you know, when, when Brewer the Reverie like showed up and I'm like, oh, oh. that is amazing. But Wait, I, I got a question Were the guests in on the, um, was the guests in on a joke or what is just as surprised as you? I, I had to wheel my 89 year old grandma out of there. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. Well, I mean, at least you can say your wedding is memorable. Like, that yes. is just, like... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. what he said? He said we also made the wedding a tax write-off, so there's that. <laughs> oh! oh. <laughs> Smart. 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 That's Save. why you're a power couple. Save Tell your them. money. You just got a new house. That's That was smart. You know what? Um, I know, oh, <laughs> I know he's not on, on thing, on, um, on the thing, but I want to tell him, tell, tell Mr. Maverick that his story oh. back to NXT. Yo. <laughs> I felt it right here. They felt it, huh? Your story back to NXT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but, uh, a lot of people they thought that it was just a rip, but no, he was really fired. He was really let go. Wait for real. Told you. I told you, Janelle. <laughs> they got me. Because so I always okay, so I always think everything's a work. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Just like, like Daniel Bryan I, was a work, and, right? And, and I, I still do. But anyway. But no. His ass was fired. Wow. <laughs> but then his ass got a contract, so I guess, you know, it, it really don't matter. 
but it's like it's great because it's like you know we were like okay well you know if things didn't work here in the U.S. we could always go to England I'm all for it going to England I was like okay well I'll I'll have a life in life in England you know <laughs> like I like London I like I don't mind but then um during the time when the pro process of him being let go he decided to cut the promo and if you know like he decided to cut that promo during the whole wave of people were letting go. So he had no idea of the rest of the individual that was being let go mm -hmm. out there. So I'm going to put that, I'm going to say that, you know, if anyone's watching, his answer, I know, you know, but, mm -hmm. um, but it was just, okay. Like eventually, like if someone was to see that, you know, either impact, you know, he could go back to impact or maybe ring of honor or, or, whatever you know whatever that he wants to go i'm a follow that's my husband you know did you, I, did we ask you how you how you guys meet or no yeah did no we, no we didn't ask that no yeah i, I didn't think how did how did you guys meet because you guys and this is gonna sound super corny kind of coming out of me i love you guys together i ain't gonna lie yeah. to you you're mad you <laughs> we're both we're both people we're both small people and like, like wait, I, who's taller? He is. I just wear platforms. Oh, I, like, I, I just be fooling y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but how did you guys meet though? Uh, we met on a blind date by uh, Matt and Rebby Hardy. I used to wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I told you to knock you. Your whole blind you. date. Yeah, like so. Basically, what happened was he slid oh, into he slid into my DMs, and of course, because I used to wear like the Native American feathers and stuff. Because during the time when I first got into wrestling, I was doing a Native American gimmick because I felt like there wasn't many natives out there. Mm -hmm. So he slid into my DMs on Instagram, and the first thing that he said to me was, "Hello, Pocahontas lady," and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> That was the one. <laughs> That's Loki, just like incorrect, but yeah. it's to the point where it starts a conversation. Yeah, so. yeah, but it's like you know your face and like Ooh, like what? <laughs> Usually, I get like an unsolicited picture. <laughs> 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 I mean, this is the lounge. This is the lounge, so <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, like. Like, who the hell is this clown? Like, who is this guy? You know? So we went to, um, you know, texting back and forth to chit-chatting. And then, um, you know, he seemed, like, very witty. So if you can make me laugh, that's a, that's a plus. And it's, like, a lot of people, you know, some of these dudes or whatever, like, what do you see in him, blah, blah, blah. I'm, like, he seriously makes me laugh. Like, uh -huh. your looks will fade, but can you make me laugh when I'm all crippled and gray? You know, like. <laughs> and she's it's like, smart you know like I think he's handsome he's my cup of tea he may not be others you know and I may not be other people you know like some people you know like you could be the ripest juiciest peach in the world but not everybody like ripe juicy peaches you know bars 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 bars, <laughs> bars. bars. But, um, yeah like he made me laugh he was very witty he was very smart he was actually able to have whole like intellectual conversations because like some of these guys some of these dudes on these instagram that slide in messages y'all 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 need jesus <laughs> 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 like, 
because they think they either have a big unsolicited pictures. I'm like, no, that's not. Listen, no female likes unsolicited pictures. It just it just doesn't. It doesn't. It just makes the woman run farther away. Like, does this look like I have on my forehead? Send it to me. No. If you could actually have an intellectual conversation with me, you may spark someone like me my interest. Other than that, you're not going to get anywhere, Jack. Fellas, you hear that? That was words from Renee Michelle. Good advice. Public <laughs> service announcement. PSAs are real. Yeah, this is like have a conversation. Like nobody doesn't care to see that. Like I'm sorry, but it's like especially if your face not cute too on top. Of it. <laughs> like, like you have it, but it's like let me see your Just face. Just going in. Because <laughs> it's the truth. That was listen. That's her journey. Because I completely understand that. Like, like, like that don't mean nothing. Let me see your face. Like, you know, do you have a nice decent body? Do you have a good looking face? Like, if you are you cute? Like, like. <laughs> Can I wake up and look at you and still be like, you fine. Like, come on. We have to see you you guys without makeup on your face every damn day. True. That's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, um, so to clarify, you guys went on a blind date set up by, by Reba and Matt Hardy. And Matt Hardy. Rebby, Rebby for sure. She like I had to get her. I'm like, Rebby, like this is when um Matt and Rebby were working with Impact. And I was like, okay, like I clicked on the picture. I'm like, oh, you work for Impact. Like, I know who worked at Impact. Rebby, let me hit her up. Yo, Rebby, tell me more about this guy. You know, do you know anything about him? You know, she's like, she got so excited. She was giving me all the tea, everything. But it was so funny because I think like a lot of the girls thought that he was gay because he always. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, nah, don't play my man Drake. I get that a lot too. Don't play Rockstar Spud. Don't do that. Don't do that. He always say, I don't like girls. And the reason why he said that is like, okay, he doesn't like girls. He likes women. He never said, I I like Ah, women. He's smart. He witty. He witty. So when he's saying like, I don't like girls, he means like girls like in the business that are acting like young girls or acting like girls instead of women. So He's like, I like women. Mm-hmm. So, Rabbi, she was like, okay, it's like, you mean to tell me, like, you don't like girls? Like, you done, you done with girls? Or are you like <laughs> the way type of girls? Like, what, what are you trying to say? Like, I'm trying to understand you. Because she was like, texting me, she's like, I think he goes, I think he's the other way. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know? Yo, do you understand that one text message could have ruined the entire, like, that would have been it. Yeah. So then um he was like he's like no Rebby, like I don't like girls period. Like I like women, but I don't like girls. Like a lot of these girls are just girls, you know, no matter how old they are, they act like girls, you know, like so that makes so much more sense. Yeah. So she was like, I have a winner. He's perfect for you. Like, cause it's like he didn't want to date anybody in the business. I didn't want to date anybody in the business. We were just both done with that. Like we're like people in the business are why? Yeah, They're well. not. They're emotionally unstable creatures. Well, really? Eric, yes. Mm. Some sort of craziness to be in this industry. That is true. That is yeah. true. My um, my coach told me that one time. He said you have to be something has to be wrong with you to be in this business. Yeah. Like he he legit said that because. Literally, 
you every time you take a bump is like being in a car crash. Yes, that is true. So makes sense. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Something yeah. slightly <laughs> off about you. What kind of crazy you're willing to deal with? Ah. Ah. That's the magic. That is question. important. That is very important. A level of craziness. Not yeah, everybody can different handle. Levels. Yeah. So so Renee, I think I figured out why you get so nervous in the ring with Mickey James. Why? She's Native American. So that ancestral like love hits. Nah, not working. Nah, nah, that didn't make sense. Okay, cool. I thought that, I thought that might be it. <laughs> well, Renee just looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> I, I got, I got bad love for Mickey. I got, I got deep. I, I understand. It. Maybe that's, maybe that's why you're so nervous because the love and and the and the background is just so similar. Yeah. No. Maybe it might be. I'm like, wow. Like we're very similar. <laughs> You know, during the time I was living in, like, in Fredericksburg, Virginia, she was living in Richmond, Virginia, and then we're, like, 30 minutes from each other, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, she used to go to the school called Bone Breakers or something like that, which is now called MCW. Oh, wow. It's from MCW. So it's, like, it, it's, like, a kind of similar in a little bit of, like, comparison in a way, and then on top of that, it's, like, you know, like, learning like hearing about her stories and hearing like you know the stuff that she went through and everything it's like wow i got i got i got all the time in the world for mickey it's just like i just got to get over being nervous in the ring with her she's the only one that's just me that's a special thing like when you're nervous that that's a good type of nerves like i would rather be nervous than not be nervous because then i know like this is a magical moment for me yeah there's just something there's something about mickey that's all I have. If there's something about me, I can't figure it out, but I'm going to figure it out one day. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That is so awesome. Yeah. So, non-wrestling question. What type of music are you into? Oh, I like listening to all sorts. Um, I... Where do I begin? Ooh, like, I, what's on repeat right now? Like, if you got yeah, in the what's car... what's current right now? And you had to drive to a show an hour long, what are, like, some songs you are, are a must? Like, that's that's being played. Uh, I, I mean, I like house music. I like oh, house music. can't go wrong with that. Um, I are you like- into go go since you're from that area? No, I tried to get into it, and I couldn't really. Wow. Yeah, I couldn't, like, you know, like, I mean, I like Bob Marley, but that's just about it, you know. <laughs> but uh, go go, like, I couldn't get into go go. I tried very hard, and like, maybe it's not hitting to tempo that I like that I could beat to or whatever, but it's like, um, I like listening to house music. I like listening to Russian house music. Um, I like listening to Indian music, like Bollywood Indian music. Uh-huh. Um, I like listening to Korean pop. I like listening to J-Rock. I, I listen to almost everything. I'm not like really picky. You know, I like to, like my variety of music, it like, it expands, but Definitely, like, I like listening to, like, Avicii or something like that. Oh, so we just going to Spain, and we just going to turn up one time. So, <laughs> what are your favorite, like. so what are your favorite movies? My favorite movie, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yes. Woo! I'm waiting for it to come on Netflix or something so I can see it. Yeah. Um, Because you, you love Japan so much, do you watch anime? Uh, I used to watch anime when I was younger. Any favorite animes from back from back in the day that you watched? Oh yeah, there was like 
Sailor Moon to oh. Gundam Wing to Inuyasha to Tenchi Muyo to um gosh um Gundam Wing was like a very old school one. Gundam Wing was fire. That's a classic. Yes. Right there. That's a classic. I haven't exactly. heard nobody say Gundam in a long time. So props to you for that. Yeah. Um there was like I guess like remember like the old school uh uh Street Fighter like cartoons. Oh like, he used to have <laughs> on the USA network. Yeah, I remember that. Early in the morning, yeah. Yeah, so it's like I like those type like how the way those cartoons were drawn mm-hmm. versus drawn now, like how the cartoons are drawn now. I feel like the old school cartoons that have more detail in their artwork and drawing. Yeah. And I can see that. Like, I don't know. It's kind of, it's like, you got to look at, like, if you look at, like, let's say for Friday, an old school, like, comic book X-Men, right? Versus, like, how they're drawing comic books now. Very different. No, you're, you're right. You're right. It is that, that is, it, it is a, a whole different ballgame on that. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Now, that, I that guess is- back into the wrestling side of things. Like, during this pandemic, a lot of cleansing, to say, has happened. Yeah. Like, what are some of your thoughts on kind of that that time period where some skeletons in the closet were coming out and things like that? Like, what are what what were some of like your thoughts that were going on um, during that time? My name is Bennett, and I ain't in it. <laughs> yeah, nah, but, do you, but how do you think now? How do you think that now that that's kind of happened? And kind of wrestling kind of has hit the reset button. Like, how do you think that that has now going to affect the independent scene um, in wrestling for for women? Uh, ooh, <laughs> that's a heavy question. <laughs> ooh, um, boy. Um, will it get better? Will it, will it stay the same? I hope. I hope that it does get better, yet you also have to understand, and it does not, even though I'm not saying it's acceptable because of the culture, any type of entertainment that you get into, rather stuff like this have happened, and stuff like this have happened for so many years, to the point that I think certain individuals go like oh it is what it is but it's like no because how long is it okay and acceptable hmm. nah that that's that that's deep you, yo renee you've been spitting bars this whole this whole interview thank you like for real for real so yeah. i guess on the as we're gonna probably just kind of wind down talk about i guess your next up your 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 next match coming up down in Tampa that will be there for. Yes, Miss Shaw Guerrero. The, I'm the daughter of the late great Eddie Guerrero. Yes. I'm okay. looking forward. See, she's been out of the loop for like a few years. I would say I think about six years or so. See, I haven't been out of the loop that long. I've still been perfecting my crap. I've been studying. So, I'm waiting for that Tabasco sauce. 
She just got spicy. She just got spicy. She want all the smoke. I want. <laughs> see, I eat. I eat Tabasco sauce, so it does not bother me one bit. Mm. Did she just cut a promo on us, guys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 All right. Where will this match be, Renee? It will be in Tampa, Florida, on November thirteenth, and you could definitely like I'll post it out there all my all over my social media. And uh, for our generation championship wrestling. Okay. All right, guys. Any last questions before? No, for Renee. Thank you. Like, thank yes. you for taking a little bit out of your night to talk a little bit wrestling life and um, blind dates with us. Blind <laughs> dates, like guys, those are still real. <laughs> that, was so, that was like so funny because it was like. We were dating for six months. We kept it on download for six months. And then I think around like uh, when WWE had like their show here in Orlando, Florida, that's when we started coming out. And it was so funny because he was like introducing me as his girlfriend. And I'm like, oh, so I'm your girlfriend already. Like we're coming out like that. Okay. So I put on my Facebook in a relationship. And the first text that he sent to me that morning, because we were both like having a great time. A lot of drinks, enjoying ourselves, blah, blah, blah. So he woke up to the text, like, in a relationship. So the first text he sent me, like, the fuck? <laughs> like, the- <laughs> I'm like, well, you were introducing me as your girlfriend. Then there you go. What, do you want me to, de- do you want me to delete it? Because I can't. He's like, no, it's okay. I'm like, okay, then. <laughs> that's how you That's how you reel them in, ladies, and trap them. And then now you... <laughs> Come on, man. Don't tell him that, please, man. And next thing you know, I'm now I'm in 50 different relationships. Don't do that. Yeah. No, nah, that's how I got trapped. If figure out if he's if he's really a keeper from that situation or not. Nah, that's how I got trapped. Don't do really? that. Really? Yeah, yeah, basically. Damn. <laughs> Don't do that to me, ladies. Don't do that to me. He's dealing with me and introducing me as your girlfriend, then you're going to take the response roles and responsibility. You gotta play the part. <sighs> But you know, he felt he felt hard. He felt really hard. And then he proposed to me in England, top of the London Eye. Oh, oh man. my man is a romantic. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. My son is swaggy. 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 In him. And then what's really great is that like it's not like he went to like any type of like jeweler. He went to this old woman that's like she's been working there. She's like 80 something year old woman, but she's been working there since she was like 15 years old so she knew like she knew like her diamonds and everything and then of course she was like you know James he was asking like one of my close girlfriends that I know like from high school like what kind of style do I like I'm not a godly person I like something like elegant simplicity that I could wear every day I use my hands a lot because you know like I like to cook I like to do home improvement stuff I like you know getting my hands in a lot of things so I like this because not only that it's from his country, but also it's, it's like a meaning behind it. And it's like, it's very cheek. It's very elegant. I could wear it with almost everything and not have to have like a big rock and like having it like fall off all over the place. Like, I don't need to do that. I don't need that. I like the a meaning behind it. Dang. I love it. Yeah. So he, sweet. He surprised me. I had no idea it was coming. And it was funny because I'm afraid of heights. And as many flips and stuff that I do, 
Like, I thought it was just like a typical Ferris wheel, but it's like, no, that thing takes like a half an hour going up and then a half an hour going back. And that's the okie joke. Don't, don't, all those Ferris wheels, the one in Orlando does that, the one in Chicago does that. No. Yeah. Uh, and like, he was trying to figure out how to get me off the middle of the seat because I wasn't trying to move. I need all, the, like, but thank God, like, you know, I thought it was like a little date, you know, like he, <laughs> like there was a the champagne and there was the truffles. I'm like, oh, he's trying to be romantic, but I'm not trying to deal with his height, you know, so. <laughs> Uh, let's just say I drank like more than half of the champagne bottle because I couldn't handle it. She almost fucked up her whole engagement. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I. Yeah. Yeah. It, it. It took that much courage to get me to stand up. And then as soon as like the photographer were taking pictures, I thought it was just like maybe for the website. And then I turn around and he's on his knees. So did you like cry? You was like, oh my God. I did. Shout out to Drake, man. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. doing it out here, man. He out here, swaggy, smooth. I might steal that. I might steal that. Just, but just, but let him know he the hey Pocahontas lady. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's it's different. Solid, I mean, that's, that's a solid like no. Yeah, I'm not but, trying to get canceled, so I'm not gonna say hey Pocahontas lady. So yeah. nah. You, you but, know, no. there's nothing wrong with that. It, it made it made me it made me it tickled me. It made me. <laughs> Like, no, it it, it, it treats your it, it treats your interest. You were just like, wait, what? Like, yeah, because huh? you because you you're you're getting like the stereotypical like, hey, mama, you sexy, blah, blah, blah. Let me send you unsolicited dick. But, I mean, <laughs> 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 that came out my mouth. But it's like, oh, trust me, girl, we we cuss all the time. Don't you worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ain't say nothing. You know, if you if you throw like humor into it, like you'll be surprised what type of woman you'll get with humor. You know, ladies and gentlemen, PFA from the name Michelle. This whole episode, she's been giving you guys gems on how to get a lady, fellas. Listen. Yeah, and then let alone on top of that, it's like you know, like I refer to, I call him Honey Bunny because I love the movie. You know, Who Framed Roger, Roger Rabbit. I told y'all. Yeah, so that makes sense because she, you, like when you guys would do segments like on Raw stuff, you would say that. Yeah, but that I generally do. She calls him that. Wow. I call I call him that all the time. He is my honey bunny. He makes me laugh. (laughs) (laughs) He's like talking about me. Yeah, so he makes me laugh and everything, and which was so funny if you really think about like the history with tunes and stuff. It's actually Robert Roger Rabbit actually the big shot guy, not so much Jessica Rabbit. With tunes, they are popular for making people laugh. Jessica Rabbit can't make people laugh. Mm-mm. She was just a pretty face, but she loved Roger Rabbit because he was funny. But Roger Rabbit was the big shot out of mm-hmm. all. Wow. <laughs> Listen, fellas, all you gotta do is make a laugh. That's yeah. it. Works every time. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Miss Renee, Michelle, thank you so much for joining us on our first JTP Lounge episode. Um, before we go, you can um, take the time to plug yourself, plug any upcoming events outside of GCW show if you do have any more. So the floor is yours. Yes, you can find me on online at Instagram, which is Lady RM, or Facebook, which is one Renee Michelle, or Twitter, which is one Renee Michelle. And all the upcoming events, I'll be sure to post those up currently but the next show that's coming up right now is on november 13th at generation championship wrestling there you go once again thank you so much for joining us thank this you. was a blast 
to kind of get a, a deeper in like in depth information on you personally, professionally. So we really appreciate you taking the time out and joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right, guys. So once again, this is Janelle from HR here with Sir Workers and Mr. Black. Hashtag Black Excellence. Hashtag We Are Out.